Podcast, Bible TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're covering episode six, titled, Cash Hit Us Up. E-coherence. There you go. I, that's a bunch of jumbled part words that I've never heard combined in one before, but <laughs> I like it. There you go. There you go. Um, Is it just like coherence? Like, I don't even know if I know what that word means. I know coherent, but... Yeah. Where of your surroundings? Are sure. you just throwing that one out there? Or is that, I'm, I'm I mean, throwing it, it out good. there. Throwing out, it sounded good. I mean, it tastes good, too. Yeah. You know? Hey. But, um, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you right off the mat. I, this episode, I have a couple little things that bothered me, a couple little details I questioned, but the overall episode, I freaking loved. Just, it was cutthroat, brutal, got to see... Some things I've been waiting on all season. I don't know about y'all, but we would love to hear what you've been waiting on because I have no idea where this moved us in any shape or form. No. I was okay with it. This was like, uh, what do we have? Two weeks left. Yep. Yeah, two more episodes. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I love the episode. I thought it was fun as hell, but uh, I was a little surprised, I guess, at some of it. I mean, it almost seemed like kind of a penultimate where it. Now they're going to do a penultimate, it seems like, a battle episode, and then a wrap-up episode, it seems like. I mean, you just named three episodes, and we only have two. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, this, I, mean, I feel like, was a penultimate. Yeah, this it was, was a build-up to the battle. Okay. And I don't but even I'm think we're going to have the uh, battle next. I think the... No. It doesn't look like it. Yeah. Doesn't the preview doesn't look I'm like it. I'm going to tell you what, what, next episode looks almost a bottle episode. Almost like a bottle episode, based on previews. Yeah. I would agree with that. It, it just depends on how much they're going to focus on, on the backstory. On a character that was introduced this season. Like, I mean, it's mind-blowing that that could be your penultimate episode. Yeah, it's very possible. But, you know, I wasn't expecting to get um, William as much as we got this episode. Holy crap, that was a lot of William. You know, I thought they were phasing him out a little bit. You know, maybe a little bit. Instead, he was 50% of the episode. Yeah. yeah. But it was all not good. Even, it was all good. Ed Harris is not amazing. even William. <laughs> yeah, Delos getting him back. I was like, I know, oh, Jimmy, oh Jimmy, young, young William, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I loved, of course, yeah, seeing the old Delos owner, of course, and then Jimmy um, bringing in his childhood and realizing that he was a little bit of a wild card when he was a kid and stuff. All right, so let me ask you a uh-huh. question. Why was Delos in the in the meeting? I have my theories, but tell me this. I mean, it's all it's all his younger versions, or it's basically all the eras of his life: his childhood, his young businessman, uh, the Man in Black, uh, but his alter ego while he's the Man in Black, which is you know the yeah. good Samaritan of the world, and then his current state. Why was Delos in the picture? Because he was his mentor, and he also was super cutthroat to take over his business. Okay. He, yeah, like I mean, a, that's, he's that's a the man he admired. That's who he wanted to shape yeah. his way after. Well, to me, I, yeah. I look at it as is that you know he was the replacement father figure in some kind of way. Just yeah. my thoughts. I mean, maybe a little bit, but I think it's also somebody that was never a yes man to William. You know what I mean? Never bullshitted him. Always told him straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's it's also why I think he gave the business to William, too, and not his son. Obviously, his son was a fuck-up and everything, but, you know. 
I think he owes a lot to this guy, but it's still kind of a skeleton in his closet because remember how manipulative and, you know, how dead set he was on taking the company over. So. Right. I don't know. I, I have questions about why he was in that room. I'm very curious, and I hope a viewer emails us and, like, gives us, like, a, a definitive answer of why it makes sense because, I mean, I think we have I, mean, I don't think there is a definitive answer. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but I'll take so, it just out of rule of cool seeing somebody I love on the oh, camera. Oh yeah, yeah, because he was fantastic in season two, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so talking about William, I think we just kind of we need to focus on William and wrap him up. You know, as, as, as first half of our pod, he's going through and he's meeting with this, uh, you know, counselor or you know, the therapist, the therapist, you know, psychologist, whatever you want to say. Um, Obviously, this gives us a time frame because she suggests this AR treatment, the same one that you know that Caleb has gone through. But she also gets her phone communication, realizing, you know, who she is, where she is in the system, based on where Dolores, you know, let everybody know, right? And she gets mm-hmm, which I paused. Right. What's this? What's I paused the readers. So it says she's going to lose her medical license in one to two years. Divorced. And also uh, con- constant affairs with patients and an opioid addiction. <laughs> She's a winner. <laughs> yeah. So that's her husband. That's her husband that texts her right. and says, read your profile. I'm taking the kids. Do not try to contact us. So then it shows, which is all that school as hell. So the, here's my time. Here's one of my first problems with this, okay? So Williams at this facility. Mm-hmm. So he literally sees the doctor get the message. Things gone sideways, right? You see him yes. sleep. Get you know. Not take that back. You don't see him sleep, but you see him come back by the door in a straitjacket, and everything else, and you see her commit suicide, right? And mm-hmm. then he goes into the they are AR um, AR therapy therapy. And um, they say he's like, get me out of here, get me out of here, and they try to go sedate him. Bites a fi- what a finger, you know, of the one of the guys, and then they yeah, and then they hold him and do get him sedated. And then it shows him wake up, and so when he wakes up, he's in AR he's in AR therapy. Okay. Yeah. Because the person the the guy who greets him is one of the old cowboys from uh, season one. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah, and um, and so he goes in there into a room where he sees all all you know younger you know younger uh, himself all that kind of stuff. So my timeline here is is that why was he if the why did the psychologist she gets her message commit suicide within basically hours? Why was he even in this? AR therapy, this other sort. Why were the doctors? I mean, everybody uproots their life. It wouldn't have happened that fast. Well, I mean, there's just no way, and that's the big problem with it. Because they wouldn't have even installed that chip, knowing that she commits suicide within hours. Uh, uh, to me, like if you have, like what they've described on this show is the world turned upside down instantly. Mm-hmm. Riots, this and so on. Who they're all calm, cool, collective, installing this thing in his mouth, 
you know, doing which these, also seeing that thing have the self screwing in screws. Oh, oh man, that was gnarly. It, it was a cool feature, but I'm sitting there thinking, like, please let me know there's MythBusters out there that could look at this and say, is it even physically possible for something to <laughs> extrude these little drill bits that are popping out? I mean, like, it was ruler cool. No, I'll do that. Likely not. No. Uh, but the thing is, what what they're doing was, if you if you see the lady that takes the blood sample, right, and she's mm-hmm. putting it in the uh, bank teller tube, um, she says, we better be getting some hazard pay for this or something like that. Overtime. Yeah. Okay. Um, it just—it seems like some people saw their profiles, know that the world is rioting. You know what I mean? It's—it's it's like yeah. Hale's husband. You know what I mean? He's not taking it horrifically. You know what I'm right. saying? He's just being cautious. But I—I uh, I think it, it shows you kind of a glimpse at society when if you were to show them something crazy, this is how a percentage of them would react and a percentage of them wouldn't react. I got you. I don't know. Well, I mean, it only it takes the percentage that reacts poorly to take the sane ones out of it because they're going to start eventually being like, hey, this is the new normal. You know, I mean, we see it going on right now. Yeah. I mean, idiots are buying up all the toilet paper, making normal people run out of toilet paper. Yeah. So it's, it's just like, so now, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it only takes a few to cause it. Well, when now sane people who are trying to act rational can't are going to have to act like idiots and go hoard something else. You know what I mean? So it's like, so I, I see it. It's, it's what we always talk about. Like, why doesn't the government tell you if they really have been visited by aliens? People can't handle shit. Yeah. You know, but there's no way we can be able to handle it. It's just so crazy. So, yeah, I don't know. All right. So what is the rationale for William to kill all the other Williams? I got nothing on that now, one. He says, I have a little bit of fun. You know, of course, he says at the end of it, he goes, he goes, I realize my purpose. I've always thought I was going to be the bad guy, but I'm actually, you know, he's actually the good guy. He says I'm the good guy. So he's killing all the bad versions of himself. Is all I can figure? Well, what, he said, what, what he says is uh, it's almost like killing your demons, right? You know what I mean? And what he says is... Uh, I used to think it mattered, you know, that your past led you here, whatever the case, but really it makes no difference. This is where we are. Correct. It, you know, and you move forward. So it's like kill your past because it makes no difference moving forward yeah. from this point, you know. Yeah. So what do you so think it, is his purpose for the rest of the show? We've got two episodes left. I mean, he's joined up by Bernard Stubbs. Well, I think he would be a pretty scary sight for Dolores to see, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I really, I'm not sure yet, but right, I love one. his dialogue, though. It was fantastic. Oh, no. Just so I'm clear here, that is a host. William is the host. And so why are these things screwing into his mouth and these sedatives and stuff, why are they working? Um, well, that, that's the thing. They have not outright said that he is a host, that he's a full now, blown. Do you remember his, his, his arm, his arm and his fingers, you know, have these little metal stubs sticking out of them. I, and, I don't know. Uh, that could be for something that's futuristic for prosthetics. Who knows? Okay. But my mind, he's a host. And then when they did the blood test, it came back synthetic. I know. I, synthetic, I saw it. So he's a host. 
so to me, when that blood test comes back, there should have been alarm bells everywhere. But then it also said transmission, um, like something happened. Like when that blood sample hit the system, something happened to the system to, like it was being hacked, to maybe prevent them from not realizing that he's a host. Absolutely. Like think about it. Done to he's make sure the he owner. In that box. Yeah, it makes you remember that he's he's the owner, you know, of the company. In the back of the days, like, well, we never want him to know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, it could it could be all kinds of reasons. Like he had set that up, or that Dolores had already set that up to corrupt as soon as somebody tried to take his blood. Don't know. Not positive. All right. So, what is Bernard and Stubbs' purpose with Men in Black now? Just another? Do you have another host ally, or or is Bernard and Stubbs? Good guys or bad guys now? I mean, like, are they are they collecting? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like Dolores said, no one is good or bad. It's just going to be a fight at whoever's standing at the very end, yeah. and it's making it very difficult to piece that together. Oh. I mean, if you if you're looking at the episode and you watch how people are written and their characteristics and stuff, you would hate, um, what's his name, the guy who's taking over Dallas, um. Sirac. Sirac. You would hate him because you're supposed to hate him. I mean, you see how he's written. You see what kind of character he is. Yeah, they, want you, root, they want you to root for Dolores. Yeah. Well, how, well, now, do you root for Maeve instead of Dolores? I don't know, dude. Watching Maeve scream after watching Hector to go down into a mush, was, into a hand. That was pretty that's brutal. That's what I'm saying. That's pretty that's what I'm saying. So who's the bad guy? And then no you can't... One. You can't hate Dolores because the Dolores copy, which was Hale, started to become more human. You know, well, I mean, like even Sorok says your downfall was you were more of a mother to your child than the, Hale than ever the, was. Than the human was, yeah. It was like what? Yeah, yeah, I mean that was part of our problem back in episode what was it three or two when she said she was doing it all for her kid. We're like, no, that's not the Hale we knew. And it but goes back what, to proof. But that's what's neat that they've done this episode. Uh, is really is dive into the fact that the more all the Doloreses are apart from each other, they're completely different. They're well, changing. They, and they want to improve whatever host they're in. Yeah, they diverge because, themselves. Yeah. You know, she overtook the motherly instinct and the wife instinct. I, I don't know if that's a thing or not, but just like wanting to be a better wife, wanting to be a better mother than Hale ever was. Yeah, but also feeling human comfort, too. You know what I'm saying? Like Seeing how she embraced her husband. I mean, that was one of the things she melted into it. It was like when Dolores was the big spoon in and she was the little spoon earlier in the season. It was like she craves that. Yeah, and and you remember she asked the question, why the hell do we keep these emotions? We could have burned it out of our code. And and Dolores had a good statement for that. She was like, well, if we changed ourselves, what would be the point of this? You know? Yeah. It's like it's it's us we're trying to save, not change ourselves to be saved, you know. Correct. So. Yes. But <laughs> there's a lot of philosophical craziness in this episode. There is. It's deep, you know, very deep. I mean, it's crazy. Was anyone was slightly disappointed by the giant mech robot? I was when it came out when it burst out of the glass. Yeah. After the, see, this was my second part that I had to struggle with. We got guys with automatic rifles shooting at the, you know, Charlotte Hale, um, and 
they were missing terribly. Okay, at you know, fifty feet. I mean, like she should have had at least ten bullet holes in her back. As many times as people were allowed to shoot at her, you know that the camera angle showed they were not distracted when they were shooting at her. Yeah, and, and for a solid two or three seconds. Right until these thing burst through the, the glass and comes out and so on. Everything else. And here's the other thing too is that, I mean. I don't know how I would respond if I saw a ginormous, you know... Shitting your pants. That, <laughs> exactly. that is how you would respond. I can tell you right now, I don't think I'd still stand there and keep shooting at it. I'm just putting it Deer in perspective. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just... I, I, you know... Now, I do love... The, but of course, the preview gave us the one part where, you know, it breaks through the wall and hits the guy. I thought that was cool. Adding the well, effect of his feet trembling, with, you know, like his life, his body is losing its life right there in front of him was freaking <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, but, not only that, but just like beforehand when you hear it and like he starts leaning up against the wall and then it bursts through to murder him. Huh. Unfortunately, uh, that was the best part of the robot, it and was, it was yeah. also well, what appeared see, to be a practical effect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they used something to come through the wall that was real. Either that or the CG team did a fantastic job for that well, part. The CG team for the second part of the robot was not as exciting. Yeah, and that's and the problem that that issue comes when you're trying to use a bright red color scheme on a big robot. It's 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 so hard to make that look real. You know, it was entertaining. I I enjoyed what I got, but. Um, I hope I get more of it. Honestly, they built that thing up, <laughs> you know, to only they did. They only they, see it on uh, screen for like five seconds. Well, the other thing is too is that its whole system was in you know, uh, what was it called? Like it was protect her, you know, you know, it wasn't. What's well, uh, riot control? Yeah. Um, you know, you almost hate that you're just not going with her. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been freaking badass if that thing was on the street by the car waiting on him. You know what Fully I mean? Fully expected it to be. Like, just like, yeah. Who's uh, next? Who's well, I mean, I'd love to see her riding its back, you know, at, <laughs> her, her burnt up ass. You know. story, a tray you and everything else, okay? Even her cowboy so here's hat a, and everything. Here's Don't the thing. worry, son. Gosh, damn. The company that built that thing said they built 300 of them. Yeah. You know, so it's like I was hoping to even see more of them. Uh. <laughs> but we'll oh, see. I'm sorry, I'm so just imagining her riding this on the back. My mind's clouded with this idea of a crispy, <laughs> no hair Charlotte riding this riot control. That's right. That's Get right. Her jump into war. Betray you. (laughs) I have the high ground. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, I I just look at it like I hope I see more of it or something. I don't don't know. Uh, It was a a slightly disappointing. It was. It was. I thought there'd be more to it. And what they gave us, I was so distracted with, okay, that's not the best CGI in comparison to everything else they've done so well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they tried to play it off because of distance shots, but it being a distance almost made it worse in my mind. And if you watch after the episode, uh, the making of that, that episode, whatever. The car explosion. They do the car explosion. That was a Jeep they blew up. And look how look how beautiful that explosion 
when her car looks. That's totally CG'd, mapped over the explosion in a, in a parking lot into the San Francisco street. I mean, look at how well that was done. And then we get the robot. Like I said, the, the first impact of it was great. The rest of it was kind of like, meh, you know. Yeah. It's okay. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. not the top notch. Well, when you when you think, I think I always go back to the episode when we got introduced to the the robot that was helping Caleb on the on the high rise, and how amazing mm-hmm. that looked, and they had multiple yeah. shots with it, and then you look at this one. Once like, again, uh. it's a it's a lot easier to take a distressed, you know, low color robot yeah, and make size. it look more also, real, like life practical. Yeah, right. but even the even the size on stuff, I mean, it, you just having a bright red is so difficult it has to move around with that bright red like even even Ciroc's badass whatever we want to call it drone he flies around in it it only has to sit it's still you know what i'm saying it's red but it's it's one shape you know what i mean when you have to move them around and stuff like that it always makes it look a little worse but you know some people pull it off fantastic i mean you watch any neil blomkamp movie and it's like you can't see a stitch off no you know what I'm absolutely amazing absolutely freaking amazing um so charlotte decides to get contact and convene a board and try to get get the company to go um public to prevent Sarat from getting private. The company. she's trying to go private private yeah and and of course Sarat has the the yard maintenance people, which I was sitting there thinking, people, they're showing this scene where she's walking, and this guy's like, oh, I've moved heaven on earth. I've walked on water to get this board meeting. She's like, okay. And there are people literally, like, looking at their phones, throwing their life away, rioting going on. She's walking a child through an area where people are spray painting, which, of course, the spray painting, the maze, I thought was interesting. Um, mm. you know, but I, was, I, knew, I knew immediately that there was no people out there doing yard maintenance. Exactly. I was like, hey, it was These are not tail. yard maintenance people. <laughs> there was a huge tail, and I was like, wait a minute. There's two guys over here raking my ass. There are people over yeah, here they have got their tie undone, looking at their phone like their world's upside down. There ain't no schlub out there who's making minimum wage raking grass or, or freaking leaves. And I was like, this is something wrong. And sure enough, three seconds later, it blows dude's head off and throws him in the trash bin. You know, yeah, I was fantastic. just like, you know. <laughs> you can't I do just, love the little... Robot trash bin, though. Pretty okay. cool. All right. So why the maze? To me, it's just like, well, I mean, to me, like, that whole part was just how quickly Sorok and Dolores are adapting to the game that the other person's playing. It's like, I might not have seen this coming, but I can go ahead and move and use it to my advantage. And, I mean, I think that was the interesting point. Yeah, I know, but why does one, why does a random human being spray painting that maze on a wall. To me, I think I, it's cool. But I think it's great. Like, but I need somebody to tell me how in the hell an average Joe is out there spray painting on a wall. Something that's got to do with the whole storyline of season one and everything. And I mean, you're going to have to explain this to me. I, I mean, there's, <laughs> I can't come up with a single rational explanation for why this person is spray painting that. I think it was just a cool factor thing they threw in there. Well, I mean, this whole episode is full of throwbacks. You know what I mean? From season two, season one, the whole nine yards. But, I don't know. To me, for a show that does so well with detail, 
as cool as I liked it, I, I question why. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's, there's a few of those things that they've done this season mainly that are callbacks or a lot of rule of cool type of stuff that's, you know, maybe a little uh, sloppier than other se- the other two seasons, mm-hmm. I'd say. But, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not bad. It's just not as uh, crisp, I'd say. It's the other it doesn't fit the dynamic that the show started off with. I would yeah. agree. I would agree. Um, so I, I want to go ahead and talk about this, okay? I want, I'm interested in your theories, and I have my prediction, and I'm looking forward to see what y'all have. So Maeve loses Hector, okay? Mm-hmm. All right? But she looks at the other vat that's being produced, something that's 85%. You don't see the picture, but she's very excited about what's coming out of this as an ally towards her war with Dolores, okay? Who do you think that character is? I have a pretty darn good guess. Um, I just thought it was Maeve, and she was getting ready to take her or about. No, no, no. No, there's a second person there's coming out of thing, and I would say it was a man, if I was mistaken. Um, and I would I, say it's... I, it's it's Teddy. I'd say it's either it's either Teddy or Abernathy. It's Teddy. Yeah, or her dad. I'll give you. You know, that's a good thought. I could see where it could be her dad, or so on. There's no doubt. Bring in bring in Abernathy as a distraction. Either you know one of them. You know, both of them loved her. Think differently. You could play on you know that string. Yeah. That would be a great surprise because I mean, you think about all the characters they've brought back. All the characters they brought back for this season, I mean, he he would have to be up there as one of the big ones to come back. I would say basically. just by just by fan love, it would be Teddy. Yeah, uh, but why would you bring either one of them back to help Maeve? That's a visual cue that would you know tear, you- tear at Dolores because I mean, that's that was their confidant. Her daddy is still her daddy. You know, Teddy was her was her love you know story character. And remember, Teddy was a right hand man, but he turned on her at the very end and tried to kill her because he knew he was a she was too crazy. Yeah. Man, I guess. It, and you got to remember, Maeve can control them. It don't matter who the person in the skin is; she can run them. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you bring back somebody like Abernathy, and you tell him, hey. You know, distracted Dolores just by being daddy. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, use it as, as some kind of advantage. I don't know. I mean, it may not be end up being either one of them. Yeah. I mean, I'll, the way they led that in, if it's anybody other than one of those two, it's going to be a disappointment. They'll have to really surprise me to have a character. You know what I'm saying? It'll be really a surprise. Um, but like I said, when I watched Hector's Pearl get smushed into jam. Dusted. I was like, damn, they brought the man back, brought him, she brought him back, back, like, you know, and, and then watch how badass like was it? How badass was it when he actually became Hector again? Yeah. Oh. When she, she changed his code back to his old Westworld days and, you know, of course they make out and stuff like that, but then he's just like, you could tell it was him again. You know well, what no, I mean? I was but, like, ah, oh, this swagger. sucks. You know, you guys, last yeah. time I saw you, you were taking a hell of bullets. Must be tougher than I thought. <laughs> yeah. What a line, man. Yeah. What a line. Man. I, was, I, was, I was so excited to see him back and actually be him, not be the Nazi Germany version. Yes. Yeah. 
where he's kind of like a, you know, a male saint. But this, you know, this guy was. Oh, dude, he was like. He was like miss Hector. Man. He was like Indiana Jones character in this Nazi thing. I mean, it was just. Um, but. So Hale copies all the information. She kills this guard. He goes, I'm going to go tell Sirach. Snaps his neck like a twig. And, um, and then, of course, yeah, then she sends the information off so that uh, Dolores, Dolores gets Dolores, the mission accomplished. And then she grabs a gun and this water canteen. And now I was looking at this like, who grabs a water canteen when you're a host? I had suspicions on this thing immediately. And then, of course, when she opens the, the, the guard opens the purse up. And pulls this thing out. I saw the three red dots, and I was like, oh, crap, that's another bomb. You know, because we saw the three red dots. That's what I was thinking. I thought it was going to be a bomb. I was another bomb. I thought it was a beacon for the riot uh, thing. I thought it was a beacon for the riot robot. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. Um, but I knew it was some kind of device. It was really cool for them to say, Dolores, say, you know, I, I, I counted on this, or, I, you know, I thought about this being a way it come, and, you know, um, and, of course, I knew Sirach wasn't there. Sirach was never going to put himself face-to-face with the actual enemy, you know, in real life. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all that was foreseeable. thought it was all well, well done. thought that was cool. Um, and then, of course, her turning into the T, you know, the T-100, you know. By the way, kudos to whoever the costume designer is. Did her outfit with the coat that is actually attached, yeah. but it actually has cut under it's sleeves. like sleeves with the slit. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was like, I've never really admired a female wardrobe on a show before until I saw how Dolores. This, this entire whole, season. This whole yeah. season where she changes her entire wardrobe by just pulling something down or what, what Charlotte's wearing right here. I mean, yeah. kudos. But that jacket is about to become a fashion statement Dude, once this quarantine's out. That was legit. I mean, like, I mean, my wife, my wife was sitting there going, that is so unreal cool. And I was like, wait till you see what if she walks around the back. She goes, wait a minute, it doesn't actually have sleeves? She goes, no, it doesn't. You know, and she was just blown away. Blown Not away. Not to mention she uses as a choking device to shoot someone in the head. <laughs> yeah, a guy twice her size, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, I was pleased that, you know, it shows her get wounded, you know, that it actually, you know, she literally is she, not, you know. She takes three bullets. Yeah. That we like see. One to the hip, one to, like, the chest. One to the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Shoulder. She takes one to the shoulder, the hip, and the stomach, it looks like. Yeah. And um, so that, that was all cool. I love that. Um, so that whole scenario was good. All right. So Maeve is talking to a Dolores that they were covered. Mm-hmm. Partial. Because you see that the pearl damaged. was damaged. In. Yeah. Um, no, the pearl was not damaged. That's just the, the case holder. was damaged. Yeah, the case was damaged. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is the one that Bernard shot in the head, is what I would say. This is the one that was laying on the floor. Gotcha. And was taken. Remember, because he walks in there, and she's not on the floor anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I would, I would say... That's this one, and that's the bullet uh, in the case. dent in the casing. Yeah. yeah, they bring her back so he she can question her to get more information. Dude, this dialogue between them where she's like, I would probably anticipate you and probably thinking you would need allies, and probably I'd probably make sure that couldn't happen. And I'm sitting there going, no, no, <laughs> no way. <laughs> you know, of course... 
I mean, she does such an amazing job of having a basically emotionless face of telling you I own you, even though you think you own me. And, um, but, dude. Well, they, it's just such a fantastic job by Evan Rachel Woods. Yeah, like, you forget yeah. how robotic the original Doors was back in season one into yeah. becoming who she is now. It's like, holy crap. The yeah. job that you've done on this show throughout. And then to see him side by side. <laughs> Dude, May's facial expression when she screams bloody murder when Hector goes down. You know, Crush. I slow-mo it. I was just like, my wife was looking at it going, I'm going to get upset over watching a host die. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, only thing well, missing is point. holler out yeah. Wilson. You know, Wilson! <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the point of it. You know, so, good stuff, man. It's just it's solid. Um, so, of course, Charlotte but came it, within five feet of taking out Maeve's Pearl permanently. And, you know, guys come in conveniently with the guns shooting at her. Plot armor. Yeah, exactly. You know, because we still haven't it's, seen the scene where they face well, off, you know. So preview. Kind of, preview, yeah, preview ruined that for us. So, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Um, so, so who else am I here? Sirak blows up in her car. Oh yeah, Sirak. Okay. I, I planned to hit. That's it. one of that's one of his many uh, salt and pepper goons that he uses. I mean, that's what I was figuring, but I know that a lot of people are going to be asking that. But then also, we know that she's a host in Dolores. You you don't wait five minutes to see if she comes out. You know, it's just like you know, I'm gonna post up, make sure she's dead. Not a robot that can survive through any human damage. <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, I don't know. I, I, I would once again, I can't think over. I did a job well done when you see the Jeep explode yeah. as bad as that one did. You know, it's <laughs> a robot. Like I would think, hey man, just wait another thirty seconds at least. Well, here's the thing. You know what? What experience do you have with the host? So the only one you have experience with is Maeve. I mean. In a single stab, Maeve was done, you know, so I can imagine you think a car bomb gets the job done. You know what I mean? Just thinking out loud, trying to play devil's advocate here. Um, but, yeah, obviously, so next episode, you know, another thing to preview ruined for us was showing a scene where Dolores reskins herself. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, obviously, the Charlotte Hale body is going to, uh, I'm ho- is one that's going to shed her <clears throat> skin to put on a new skin. Is that what? Would y'all agree with that prediction? I mean, unless yes. she wants to walk around looking like Freddy Krueger, you know. Hey, I'm fine with her looking like the Wrath of whatever <laughs> become <laughs> like a rain demon fire. coming from the earth. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty wild to see like the coals still flickering oh, on yeah, her and hot stuff. Hot embers yeah. were still on yeah. her back and stuff. Yeah. Pretty like, wild stuff. If that if that thing came to kill you, you just like, all right, just kill me. Yeah. It's got to be better than whatever yeah. it is. Here I come, going. Jesus. Here I come. Yeah. Um, uh, That's well, the face hey, of death, right? Yeah, don't, don't be religious on this show. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to make sure that they, you know. You'll Ed, meet whoever you're Ed, praying Ed to. Ed Harris is going to let you know real quick, you know. You still believe in Santa Claus? We're, <laughs> we're a, uh, a skin of bacteria wrapped around a mud ball hurling through the void. <laughs> exactly. I was like, yeah. We are nothing but maggots eating on a, car, a human car, or eating on a carcass. It was like, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, and just the guy that was having to look at him the entire time he was giving that speech, 
what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) What's your purpose? Your purpose is to uh, help expedite the extermination of this planet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, damn, man, you're bleak. You're very bleak. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, pretty much the episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, the curiosity uh, is going to be what what the man in black is going to do, and who is coming yeah. out of that goo with Maeve. Oh yeah, and then of course, I'm um, I'm actually concerned we're going to get the bottle episode where it's nothing but Jet. You know, I almost said Jesse right there, Caleb backstory. Um. Uh, oh, we're definitely getting that next episode. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm concerned just like that that's the much? entire episode. I hope it's, it's not the entire 20 episode. minutes, 30 well, minutes? Well, it's not the entire episode because they showed previews of other stuff going on. Right. They show a preview of literally Maeve running and diving, you know, dodging bullets and stuff. So, um, no, I'm, I'm, I want to know if Hale, you know, whatever, Delore Hale... Haloris. Haloris. Uh, Haloris floating around the interweb. Yeah, is going to turn on other Dolores now because of what Sorak said to her. You know, she led you here to die. You know what I mean? I don't think so I, I because think, she had a plan to you know to get out. She had that canister of gas, so mm-hmm. she was anticipating Sorak. <clears throat> figuring out that she was a host. That was the, that was the exit strategy. And he said, yeah. you know, she I got think not. I think not. I think she's going to have problems with the Dolores, especially now that, that her so family was killed. Blow up the yeah, kid. I'm with Cash here. I think when she blew that kid up, that emotion we see at the end is that motherfucker's going to die. And yeah. that version of Dolores is the one that's going to kill Sarah. If that's what happens. But I see Hale wanting to kill them both. That's what I think. I could see that. We're going to see Hale in both the people that think they know what's right for people. You know. Or Dolores takes out the emotion from Hale. T-1000. But, I mean, there's a good chance that <laughs> Hale gets reprogrammed. No. No, no, no. No telling. Like I said, I hope she stays in her burn-up fit. There. <laughs> um, hey, I would crispy, love to see her become the bringer of death. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to see her riding in on the red robot like the pale horse. Oh, my God. And we've jumped the shark. I swear, man. I swear. You dove in. There's not even an end of the bridge at the other side. I mean, it's that far. Come in, little Johnny Cash in the background. That's it. That's it. The hairs on your neck will stand up. As yeah. always, guys, let us know what y'all think. Hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or on email. That's Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, let us know. And, of course, as always, if you're enjoying the pod, I hope you give us a five-star review uh, with some fine, kind words on uh, iTunes or any of your podcast catchers. And we look forward to it. But other than that, guys, I think we're all going to call tonight. Unless y'all got guys anything else? Nope. Nope. All right, guys. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Dick. And I'm Cash. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you.